Welcome. I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about making meaning, manifestation, and energies we navigate, how we create through archetypes, symbols, spirituality, and our instincts and intuition. My expertise, the shadow side of human beings, energies like law of attraction, and the intersection of culture, politics, and spirituality. The title to this podcast came instantly to me. January 6th committee exalted under Saturn. A lightning bolt after I witnessed the first hearing. Doing research, the, the snippet I'm about to read came up during a stream of searches. Now, this assessment I'm about to read explains my use of the word exalted in the title, although it's not the definition astrologers use. Exalted, the way I'm using it, is meant philosophically and mythologically, not mathematically a critical distinction. (laughs) So, quote, the placement of Saturn in Aquarius is so favorable because Saturn is the planet of tangible manifestation, while the sign of Aquarius is about new ideas and visions. A vision without manifestation is of no use, but when the hard work of Saturn is applied to refine and perfect and implement the vision in the real world, the two are very powerful combination. This is from uh, the... uh, astrologyyard.com, a new, a new site for me. It's about truth, which is the focus of this podcast, the compass of all energy, God's power. The January 6th committee revealed the shadow side of America through truth. History unfolding becomes mythology. The January 6th committee intends to save America from the shadow elements by exposing lies and misinformation meant to instill fear of change. We are changing the mythology of our country, but to succeed, we need to wake up and and participate. I've become intimate with the Saturn archetype. Uh, Change and hard work has been my salvation, my North Star since I was little. Unrelenting quest for truth underpins my creative mastery. So, I disagree with the main theme of Saturn by most astrologers, a taskmaster, a destroyer, etc. Saturn, to me, is an incubator with long and demanding cycles that lead to manifestation beyond what was originally dreamed. The January 6th committee became exalted under Saturn's Saturn's cycles because of the deep, difficult daily grind they chose to get where they came to this week and in subsequent hearings. No shortcuts, no flinching, this committee rose to Saturn's challenge and did brutal lifting against great odds, threats, and uh, career loss, potentially, especially uh, Representative Liz Cheney. But still they persevered. Ego checked. Their charge became noble, 
with purpose for the many over the few. They were rewarded this week for their fealty to duty in every single regard. There's always deeper purpose, more work with Saturn. It's one of the most exciting creative journeys offered, in my opinion. People dump on Saturn all the time. They dread it, like Mercury retrograde is dreaded or other, other aspects are dreaded. But that's pop psychology at work, meant to scare you. People dump on Saturn. People dump on Saturn. I have to say that multiple times. You have to, don't listen to this. Just get to work. Quote, tell the truth and not the facts. Maya Angelou. The characters portrayed through the historic event that we were talking about this week, the January 6th committee, include men, women, young people, and older people. They include wraiths before their fall. Ego shadow side on display, weakness of character exposed through undeveloped minds seduced by treacherous evil. Americans so besotted with idolatry, all willful idiots to a sociopathic clan master who wants only to re- retain power and doesn't think about our country or the U.S. Constitution. Accountability came for them all this week through congressional leaders who stood at the brink and continue to stand at the brink of democracy's destruction. It took almost 16 months for the the power to rise, for the moment to ripen, for the reckoning to begin. What if we each choose to participate in this moment of America's inflection point? The ratings were higher than expected, according to many people, including a Fox Sport EVP on Twitter. Close to 20 million viewers tuned in. The day after the hearings, yesterday, when people were digesting everything that happened, the new audio of Bill Bullshit Barr and Ivanka Trump siding with Barr over her daddy, because I'm not an astrologer, I was curious of the dynamics of this particular day, yesterday, when everyone began digesting the bombshells of the first six, the first of six hearings. The gifts I've discovered from psychic to just basic instincts keep me at 30,000 feet most of the time, far away from the day-to-day specifics, which I don't think helps the average person, except for things like moon void that you check every once in a while when you're doing something very important. Experience has proved to me that cosmic and energetic dynamics above filter down through the earth. As sentient beings, the impact on humans is irrefutable. The philosophy I share in these podcasts was honed over decades through innumerable experiences. Carl Jung talks about his mind-blowing experiences in the Red Book. Dreams are one experience. Light of day or dark of night downloads is another, as we've learned from Teresa Caputo and Tyler Henry, but also Abraham Hicks and many others. Knowing the mythology tied to energies of future future 
cosmic events can ignite our imagination, making it possible to plan and visualize what we want for ourselves in the future, for our world, so we can align with that purpose. Astrology is a portal, not a belief. Infinite, calculable, valuable, understandable, mutable, constant, change, faded, navigable. Consider there are open pathways and headwinds that can be seen ahead of the present, as if a cosmic weather report can accomplish what a daily, uh, weekly, daily or weekly weather report can. When it's snowing, a driver puts on chains. She doesn't cancel a long-awaited trip. What astrologers do, these, mathma- these mathematical cosmic geeks responsible for the first architect- architecture humans embraced, and I mean this as a compliment, perform calculate- calculations down to the most specific details of the astronomy. The mythology of, of the astronomy is where I come in. It's invaluable to consider the planetary positions of the largest energy shifts to appreciate the possibilities of what the energy above can do for the humans below, as seen through ancient tales of the Greeks and Romans. Mythology is how humans make sense of the world. I'm asking you to tap your imagination to investigate another way to travel in your mind that offers another key to understanding life. The day after the January 6th hearing yesterday, the astrology pointed to synchronicity. From cafe astrology, the energies in minute detail are fascinating. I am going to leave out the planets involved and just read what the planets do, if that makes sense. Uh, This starts, this paragraph, this quote from Cafe Astrology starts with, Mercury forms a trine to Pluto today, and that was for yesterday. I'm going to put that aside, and I'm going to uh, read you just the explanation of the energies as they saw yesterday. We're likely to arrive at answers. These are quotes from Cafe Astrology. Quote, we are likely to arrive at answers and solutions that eluded us in recent months. An opportunity to gain a mental advantage. Our mental faculties are attuned to otherworldly impressions, offering us increased insight, psychological understanding and awareness, and focused attention. We are drawn to looking for truths and to unexplored topics and ideas. This same aspect was formed in late April and then while retrograde in May. We've been looking to the past for answers, and we might now arrive at especially valuable truths and insights, or insights. We are gaining a deeper understanding of a matter. We might discover new information that gives us an edge or finally, quote-unquote, see the truth of a matter that we've been avoiding. It's a good time to let go of something that has kept us bound to harmful 
elements of the past. Now, the way I work is when I have a psychic uh, impression or download or when I have an instinctual pull or my intuition is telling me something, usually in a download, and it keeps, it keeps hammering at me until I listen. Sometimes um, I will go to uh, the actual daily astrology on experts like this, not pop astrology that you see so many, uh, so many places, but in-depth astrology like this, and I will see if where this feeling might land in the days that are in the future, if that makes sense. It's hard to extrapolate this, but I hope you're with me. Uh, I was interested in yesterday because of how powerful I thought these hearings were. And this Mercury, the planet of communication, and Pluto, which is a very deep, uh, long transit that, uh, you know, it's the underworld, it brings up things, uh, it makes us look at, at things we've missed and it couldn't have been more synchronistic. Was it a coincidence? It doesn't matter because it was serendipitous, the timing of the committee. And because it came the week after Mercury retrograde in a week that was uh, calmer than we've had during the eclipse season, I believe people will be able to chew on this and and accept things that they wouldn't before, but it will take time. Another astrological detail from astrologers is Saturn is in Aquarius, which involves the collective. This is a common agreement among astrologers that is easy to accept. Take specific astrological Astrological definitions on the web is a suggestion, though. Uh, it, it, they're just a roadmap with many turnoffs and dearth paths and endings because you're going to have your own experiences with these, with these energies. Every one of us does. And we have to learn to how to interpret our own feelings and into not our feelings, but our intuitions and our instincts. Our feelings are emotions. We, you know, we can control them. We can't. Their ego, they're all over the place. You know, this is what I'm talking about when we get at a silent place, when we meditate and we come to a calm place or however you do that. Um, but the one thing you must be aware of when you're looking uh, and searching online is beware of the doomsday analysis. I would suggest if you run into an astrologer that's doomsday or talking super negative, I would bounce out. It doesn't do you any good. And there are fanatics that keep uh, go so far into the future and extrapolate, th extrapolate things that just, um, if you get too far into the future, the problem is, is people make choices and things alter and energy shift. And it's, you've got you've to stay on top of these things. Um, the mythology of Saturn tells a story of patience, perseverance, and commitment. Reward follows because evolution is our purpose. Truth is how we level up, facing it, admitting our mistakes, and accepting we have to go in another direction, whether we want to or not. This process can be easy or hard depending on a person's outlook about life and the person's choices day after day. 
During retrogrades, gra- sorry, during retrogrades, <laughs> facing inward isn't optional. But these long visits from big planets come to shift our lives. Energetic influences are meant to challenge our weaknesses, stubbornness, and how we learn lessons. They're meant to show us our mistakes and a way to recalibrate and a way to recalibrate, as well as the timing for recalibration. Saturn is retrograde until October 23rd, I think. It might be 28th. It's it's the end of October. It's not, you don't have to pay attention to that now because it's so far off, but it's good to know it's coming. Uh, uh, forward motion. Most astrologers, as I said before, consider uh, Saturn a malefic planet along with Mars. I don't. I don't. I don't consider either of them, either of these planets, malefic. Um, of course, it doesn't. Uh, you know, astrologers have the final say on some of this stuff. But I'm not an astrologer. I'm a philosopher and a creative master. Not being an astrologer has its benefits when dissecting these energetic energetic poles on our lives. What I bring to do this to the to this discussion is backed up by de- decades of experience. The interpretation of Saturn as malefic can mean, can mean that if you're ducking responsibility, not owning your actions, acting out against people or ignoring things you shouldn't, this, the energy of Saturn will bring pressure to change or you will get very unpleasant results day to day, minute to minute in your life. That is what they mean by malefic in my opinion. I can give you a simple outline uh, of the mythological meaning of Saturn and the signs in play, but it's better to take these energies in a wider context, in my opinion. Saturn rules Capricorn and Aquarius, and its domain is the 10th and 11th houses. The 10th house is ruled by Capricorn, it's also ruled, um, well, anyway, Saturn rules it, and Saturn brings Aquarius in. It depends on your rising sign a chart. It gets very complicated because I have very, very definite ideas about your birth chart and your rising sign chart, and uh, it's very personal. We won't get into that today. That is a long, long conversation. But Saturn retrograde slows forward progress, as any retrograde season does. It's not negative. It just slows things down. We can't, as human beings, just barrel through life continually. We have to um, take a moment to digest what is happening in our lives with the people we are in relation with, and we need these retrograde times to take stock, to take a breath. The mythology of this period right now that comes every single year is is just to try to look around, see what's happened, what's gone on course, off course, what's working, and try to rectify it. We are encouraged to look at our actions and tell ourselves the truth where we are, and how we can continue to serve ourselves better. The January 6th committee first hearing and the hearings uh, coming up 
are in the heart of retrograde season, a karmic moment where we can look at what's been wrought and be honest about how we can change the path we're on. This takes time, which is why Saturn and some of these other planets are retrograde for so many months. It takes a long time to digest events. To admit something has gone wrong takes our ego time. Most humans hate change, so once we're on a path, ego wants to keep charging. Retrograde planetary motion is meant to inspire calibration. But the planets keep, keep reminding yourself of this. They don't make us do anything. They don't make us feel anything. They don't make anything happen. Planetary seasons come and go so we can assess our life through ancient mythology meant to aid our evolution and give it context. Farmers don't plant in winter. Retrograde season is not a great time for forward motion. In fact, little movement forward happens during these times because it's time to plot and plan. Having worked with these energies over decades, the retrogrades seem to help creative work by inspiring me to rework these ideas. Sometimes I am too service and I have to go deeper, ask questions about what I'm creating. Sometimes um, all creatives gloss over details uh, that we're trying to share and miss elements that would help us communicate better. better. Retrogrades naturally occur so we can regroup, you know, Embrace our humility and see what details need to be added or subtracted. And it also lets us see how we're selling ourselves short, expecting too little. One thing that's constant is that things won't be clear until forward momentum resumes. Saturn retrograde can hone awareness of events and actions that didn't work. The tendency to allow ego to keep you safe is a warning sign. If you're ducking responsibility, your intuition alarm could sound. The voice that is a reminder there's more to being human than what is seen and ego's dominance. During Saturn retrograde, instincts can sound for you. Ego can also sound an alarm, especially if you're not following your soul song, if you're performing for someone else, doing work because someone wants you to and ignoring why you are here. Humility and quiet moments can bring your current life path to a dead end if there's no higher purpose in your life. Higher purpose begins as a whisper through intuition, but eventually can become a gut punch once it's accepted as your path. And believe me, I'm in my third act. Over years, your purpose will change, but you will find what you are here on earth to do. And what I am sharing with you after so many years as a creative and now as a creative master, this is my final act. The January 6th committee is held all summer. We're going to hold this in our minds. The fall eclipse season begins right after Saturn goes direct. 
which we'll talk about when we get closer. You know, the eclipse season is the faded portion of our existence, and it lands this year during a consequential—I can't talk today—consequential election season. Eclipses, I remind you, are moments where we level up or suffer a fall because of ego but they bring faded changes we can't ignore, all meant to spur our evolution. According to astrologers, when Saturn turns direct, our efforts during retrograde, if we are working hard, reveal a gift. Over the next few months, how Americans digest what the January 6th committee revealed will matter to the outcome of whether our democratic republic will survive as it was envisioned. Will Americans decide the January 6th insurrection was a crime against our way of life, against America? Or will American voters throw up their hands and choose apathy and stay home? What happens over the next weeks of the hearings will ripple across our country and the world until fall eclipse season. This longer view is so you can plan. Nothing planetary planetary is surprising except humanity's inability to use the mythology of these giant orbs above to navigate the, the mysterious path of time. When I began my journey of investigating the mythological nature and signatures of the planets, surrender to the themes became a catchphrase for me during retrograde seasons and when it was direct. Instincts, intuition, and my psychic voice had led me to the mysterious for what purpose? When I became fluent in the nuances of the, in the, nuances of the wide world of astrological details, My philosophical nature took over, and it was a magic carpet ride. Intuiting energy was my secret, something I discovered when I was too young to understand it, fought it for years, thought I was weird, I am, because of the uncanny predictions funneling through my psyche from, I don't know, across the veil. Astrologers aided me in finding a date to put my psychic downloads and instinctual tugs, I could plug it into these dates. Intuition starts as insight when it begins. Random insights during the day beg your instincts to weigh in. Does this feel right? Where did this thought originate? There are planetary influences that show the way, but you have to find the answers for yourself. Pushing against our instincts is a choice, but it is the coward's way out. Our highest purpose awaits. Our shared purpose can be ignored, but those who refuse to evolve will suffer the fates. As we've seen and heard through leaked audio tapes and video, lawmakers in Washington, D.C. knew Trump didn't lift a finger to try and stop the insurrectionists determined to overturn the 2022 election. These lawmakers will be under maximum pressure over the next next months to recalibrate, or they will choose fear and 
do nothing. It's a choice to do what we all know is the right thing. Our collective unconscious knows what's right and wrong. Ego's shadow rules stubbornness, arrogance, and sticking to what is broken. The difference between these choices makes for evolution or falling back into weak positions through fear. The most powerful weakness of ego. Fear. Humans must must judge when ego is trying to keep us safe or keep you protected in an impenetrable bubble of status quo and comfort. When ego rules, our instincts are silenced. Ego blots our intuition unless it's words of encouragement in the direction that you've already been. The January 6th committee members are serving the highest goal of truth, transparency, and holding accountable villains driven by fear, force, and greed. Their righteous work doesn't mean prosecution, outcome, or finality. Hard times reveal character. Over the many years I was writing about politics, mostly opinions and op-eds, editorials, national security and foreign policy were my focus. When we lived in the D.C. suburbs, Alexandria, Virginia, I spent three years going to think tank lectures on national security and foreign policy. Representative Liz Cheney Cheney came across my desk often back during the Bush-Cheney administration. She had a position at the State Department And her politics incited deep concern from me. The January 6th insurrection will define her legacy, as this event will scar the cowards in her party for eternity. Challenges reveal character and define a person. Representative Cheney indicted Donald J. Trump with the entire committee sitting as prosecutors would although they don't have any power to indict. Attorney General Merrick Garland has that decision. His weakness so far on holding people accountable has been disappointing. The case Cheney made was brutal, complete, and it begs... Merrick Garland, to ask himself one question. If what we're learning about the January 6th insurrection guided by former President Donald J. Trump isn't worth prosecuting, what crime is? We learned Trump didn't call the, didn't call the Capitol Police or the National Guard or the Pentagon or the, joint, or the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley. Vice President Mike Pence did call Milley three times, Milley was quoted as saying, and he begged him to send the Guard and military force to the Capitol. Mark Meadows, Trump's chief of staff, called called Milley and asked him how we could change the narrative. That is a quote. So that people wouldn't think that Pence is in charge instead of Trump. Uh, uh, But the truth is, this new information reveals Trump was AWOL 
as commander-in-chief, a role Pence felt compelled to act upon during the president's dereliction of duty. Witness truth and become inspired to change or choose to stay rooted in fear. That's America's choice. These are big potential shifts in karmic trajectory of our life in America, but also the prospect for freedom around the world. There is a minority group bent on control of the majority with fear, the tool used to coerce obedience. Humans who pledge allegiance or obedience to fear and control have to be defeated for America to survive as a democratic republic. Each American of voting age must decide if America is important as a democracy and it's worth the time it takes to vote, no matter the obstacles. The voters make the last decision, and it takes more of us than is showing up right now. In the uh, the California election that just passed, from 18 to 35, these people... Less than 11% voted. It's unconscionable. Young people aren't voting, and it's their future that is at stake. Saturn Retrograde offers several months for what's playing out in Washington, D.C. to simmer and for people to accept the truth and embrace a new future. As I've said since I started this podcast, truth is fundamental. Without truth, humans flounder. The soul becomes rudderless. I've proven repeatedly how organized religion has spurned truth for ego, idolatry, sexual perversion, and denial. Idolatry? See guns. This behavior separates the soul from connection to energies, including the law of attraction and manifestation. Chaos ruled. The January 6th committee stayed humble, searched for answers and truth, then told the story using facts. Righteous warriors rewarded with the understanding and appreciation from their audience immediately on a day yesterday that brought serendipity so people could accept what had been said. Truth is recognizable, whether the ego ego will admit it in the moment or not. When humans depend on failed institutions and people who promoted lies and retrenched to save criminals who perpetrated serious crimes, the betrayal leads to deep uncertainty, deep uncertainty about life itself. When humans are betrayed by people they've trusted, there is a fall from grace. Confusion reigns. Fury rises. Eventually, the betrayed try to make sense of what the hell went wrong. We've each decided to be alive at a most dynamic moment in human history. Our habits, how we live, who we trust can be reevaluated. The pressure that makes diamonds is typical of the pressure Saturn brings. And you can bet the January 6th committee members felt that pressure. 
some humans will refuse to evolve, so they stay on their own personal mental hamster wheel, causing mayhem because they're ruled by fear. But don't kid yourself, fear loves company, and the weak make a perfect companion to a leader ruled by fear and its companion, cowardice. The road to happiness, which Buddha says is life's only goal, isn't smooth because to be happy is to evolve according to your personal purpose and truths. Truth is a fundamental element of happiness because it's the door to meaning. To find purpose, you must accept truth as foundational and pledge unflinching support through your choices. People must admit they were wrong. Enlightenment manifests after ego struggles that don't satisfy, provide purpose or happiness, but only deliver destruction. America is in a life is in a life and death struggle because too many people have failed to accept truth and evolve or remain apathetic to the reality that our way of life could be in danger of extinction. This is a choice we are making. Election Day comes on November 8th this year. It is the day of the fall full supermoon eclipse in Taurus a faded moment in time where anything is possible. We are all called to level up and rescue our way of life from the liars, cowards, and those bent on control over freedom. One last thing. <laughs> the full Sagittarius moon is on Monday and Tuesday. Depending on where you live, uh, and it's the very opposite energy of the last full moon, which was in Scorpio. Put on your favorite music and dream, but don't decide. Float on the emotions, on the emotions rising inside you and listen in. It's summer post-eclipse season and time to find some joy. Solstice is the next big moment. So it's a good time to revamp those New Year resolutions and get them ready to whisper them once again into the universe. Things will be a little foggy this moon, so ride on the energy. Don't make any declarations. But the most important thing you can do next week, starting Monday and Tuesday, is have some fun. This is summer. The sun is out. There's nothing to manifest, particularly right now. We've got a lot of fogginess going on. Have fun, real fun. Find someone or do it yourself, but make this full moon fun. Feel your energies, inf infuse yourself with hope. I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning. You can find me on social media, and my full bio is on Amazon. Email me at soul.astral.lightning at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>